What's up, Real Madrid podcast listeners? Uh, you're back at the Real Champs. It's Mushtaq, the host and one of the contributors to the page. And I'm with Hassan again. Unfortunately, he's here for some weird reason because um, I really just couldn't get anybody else to do this podcast with. So, I mean, see how it is. Yeah. At least you know, right? At least I'm being straight with you. Doesn't mean you're any less of a uh, begins with a C, ends in a T. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, moving on to more PG and appropriate rated topics. Hey, that could have um, been a cat. That could have been a cat. That doesn't even make sense. Um, <clears throat> Basically, you... Oh, no, I'm not saying that either. Exactly. Anyway, we tweeted out to you guys that we would be doing a episode on the podcast. Uh, just answering some questions, hence why we're here creating this podcast, which I feel like I'm kind of just going in circles at this point. But... We got some pretty interesting questions, so we are going to answer them. The first. Well, here's the here's the first one. I've got the first one. Well, I want to read the first one. Come on. Well, fine, you read the first one then. Before I start, though, I gotta say this person is super awesome and really nice and always supportive of the page. So thank you. Uh, anyway, this is from at sxrmcf. I feel one of our biggest problems this season is our inconsistency. Players like Bale have scored amazing goals for us. Yes. But his injuries make him extremely inconsistent. Who can we sign in the summer that will be the most consistent? Mbappe, Hazard, or someone else? It's a lengthy you... one, isn't it? Lengthy one. It's a what? It's a very lengthy one, but um, yeah, here we go. So, yeah, inconsistency has definitely been a problem. Um, I think this is Real Madrid's lowest scoring season in some like 10 years. Yes. Um, Benzema is actually our top scorer with 22 goals now. Yeah. Um, that's our lowest total of a top scorer in 10 years since before Cristiano Ronaldo signed for us. So you can see that the numbers have just dropped considerably. Um, obviously, the chief problem with that has been that forwards largely haven't stepped up. Uh, Bale was meant to be the man. Put speech marks around that just to make it cliche. Um, obviously, after you know the, the Champions League final where he put his demands in saying, you know, I think I should be playing every minute, this, that and the other. He's been given a fair amount of shake this, uh, this season and not really delivered. So the problem now you're looking at is who do you get in that couldn't... Okay, I feel this is the unfair comparison. It's hard to make a gap for someone like Ronaldo because I don't think he should be used as the benchmark because he's just extraordinary. You, you just Him and Messi, you just don't match that kind of output for that period of time, that length of time. So I don't think there's many players who are going to do that for such a long time and consistently keep churning those elitish numbers out. The two name, names you mentioned, so we'll start with Mbappe. Mbappe's got 34 goals in all competitions already this season, as well as 11 assists, which is, you know, it's pretty frightening numbers. He's second only to Messi in the golden shoe race. Um, but he's not moving anywhere, at least for the next year. He's come and said so as much himself. Uh, Hazard has been good this season. He's got double digits in goals and assists. I think he's 13 and 11. Um, but again, doesn't give you the kind of smashing numbers that we need. We haven't got an issue with chances created. I mean, we've got more than enough chances created with you know the likes of Vasquez, Vinicius, creating plenty of chances. It's more so somebody's been putting them away. Now, obviously, hats off to Benzema. He's done the best he can. Bale's not stepped up, in my opinion. Asensio has never shown the consistency to step up. I don't know why people thought he would. So my 
honest sort of choice that I pick would be Mauro Icardi. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, his wife's an absolute freaking nightmare. She's chaotic. We handled George Mendes at, that cl- at our club for about, what, 10 odd years. We could deal with him. That's like dealing with the devil at the best of times. We can deal with Wandanara. Yeah, she's psychotic. Yeah, she drums up a lot of problems. But I also feel a lot of her problems were stunned up by the fan- fact that Italian fans are crazy. That's not a bad thing because they're incredibly passionate, very good people to watch. Mm-hmm. Albeit quite frightening. But uh, yeah, I'd say Mario Cardi's the man to go for, really. I think he'll be available for a relatively decent price. It's in reports of $45 million, which is an absolute steal in this market. <laughs> Um, and he, he puts in elite goal-scoring numbers every season, so why not? That was a wonderful answer. That's probably the <laughs> best thing you've ever seen in the podcast. <laughs> I can be smart when I want to be one as smart. Okay, don't get a big head now. Anyway, uh, my turn to answer that question. I'm going to keep it sweet and simple. Inconsistency, inconsistency has been an absolute problem for Real Madrid. Hassan, just like you said, I would actually like to see what the numbers have been like over the last 10 years if we take out Cristiano Ronaldo's contributions every year and kind of just assess it from that point of view i think it'll give a better understanding of what the team is like post or rather just without a cristiano or the cristiano ronaldo um in terms of replacing him i do agree that uh you know having maro cardi would be important uh being said i know this question is talking about bail you kind of mentioned a striker but i think having Two, obtaining two, purchasing two are going to be equally important. If I did have to pick between Mbappe and Eden Hazard, excuse me, I would definitely go for Kylian Mbappe. No doubt I'm going based more so off of age, amount of time left they have in their playing careers, and the ceiling. Of course, Mbappe is much younger, has a lot left in his career, and his yeah. ceiling is, of course, way higher as a result. You're not going to have as many issues with fitness or anything of the sort. I think when you have a younger player, uh, I'm not saying Mbappe hasn't developed a bit of an ego. I'm sure he has, and I think he has every right to uh, up until a certain point. But I think it is going to be a little more easier to mold Kylian Mbappe as an addition to this team than it would be Eden Hazard, who's kind of been playing in the same system and the same roles uh, for almost how long now? Oh, Quite a long time. Uh, since I think he signed for Chelsea in like... 2010. It's so you can say while. nearly a decade. Near a decade, yeah. Um, and obviously we've seen this season when Sarri's tried to play him as a, a striker in a false nine. He's just turned around and flat out said, I don't like this. He's a 10, but he's not an Aguero 10. So no, I don't, he's not. No, not I, I don't see that working. So um, to the person who's asked this question, if I had to pick between Mbappe and Hazard, I'm going to kill Mbappe. I didn't really answer that part of it, really. Um yeah, so yeah, I'd I'd agree. I'd say I'd say Mbappe, but likelihood of who we're actually going to get is probably going to be Eden Hazard. And I'm not saying no to him because the end of the day he's a sensational player. Um, it's just we're not going to get any more than maybe what four years tops out of him. Um, and I don't think he's going to put up the same. So unless we sign Hazard and a striker, which is perfectly feasible, um. That's the only way I think we'll solve the inconsistency problems because, again, linking back to who's been scoring for us over the, you know, the better part of a decade. Obviously, you got Ronaldo and Benzema have been fairly consistent over the last decade. Guess who's fifth in that period? Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos is our fifth highest goal scorer in the last decade. That's pretty shocking. 
That is pretty shocking. He's also, I think, our third highest goal scorer this season. So when you've got only two goal scoring forwards and the centre back, you you can kind of see the problems developing there. We don't have a goal scoring midfielder in terms of you know, Modric, Cruz, or Casemiro scoring in goals. You know, like Pogba does or De Bruyne does. Um, so again, there's not much options outside of our forward line. So you're not looking at you know even going backwards and signing a midfielder who could score would be pretty good as well. It's not something I rule out. Well, there's a lot in that. Obviously, no one's really going to know what's going to happen until it actually happens at the end of the day. Um, I think my only issue with signing Eden Hazard is is you're kind of like at a stopgap and you're not really building for the next seven, potentially ten years. You're essentially only looking two really good, three possibly years down the road. And then you're just at the same situation we're in right now. To me, it doesn't really seem worth it. I know this sounds absolutely ludicrous, but I would rather just wait for Kylian Mbappe for another season and not spend the money on Eden Hazard, if it is at all possible. Because if you think about it, Chelsea isn't going to let him go for cheap. You're going to spend a wad of cash on him. And how much is he going to be worth in three to five years? Not, not a lot. I mean, by the point you've added up wages as well, he's not going to command a short amount of wages exactly, is he? You're looking at least 350, 350k a week minimum. And so it's basically Gareth Bale's wage. He's basically going to be on the same wage as Bale. That's exactly it. Quite a conundrum, a head-scratcher. Nonetheless, a very good question. I hope we answered that one well enough for you. If we didn't, please throw down a follow-up uh, on Twitter for us. Next question is from Drillon Hajdini. I hope I didn't mess that up. <laughs> uh, I can't be the only one who wants us to, wants us to lose this game, so that Solari gets the sack 100%, but at the same time also wants us to win so we don't put our league position in jeopardy. Never thought this day would arrive. Uh, Drillet, I can assure you this day has arrived for you many times as a Real Madrid fan. Uh, you've been stuck in this conundrum. I'm almost positive you've hated one or two players at Real Madrid at some point and wish they'd have a bad performance so you wouldn't have to see them again. It is only human nature to look out for your best interests. We're a vindictive um, bunch, put it that way. Yeah, the Real Madrid fan base is questionably and arguably one of the most hostile and toxic fan bases, uh, which is why I am so critical of it. And I'm kind of glad because it's made me very level-headed, not just as a fan, <laughs> but kind of like a amateur journalist, if I want to say that, I guess. Uh, but anyway, just to let you know, I mean, we're answering this question now that the game's over and Real Madrid won. Also, we did a podcast on that and we did some post-match articles. So if you're curious as to how that match went, go check that out. Solari's going to get sacked by the end of the season anyway. They're not going to do it right now. Uh, it would be stupid to. Nothing good would come of it. So I don't see your point in doing it now. It'd be kind of dumb. I mean, you might as well take over because like, it's, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, it's stupid to sack him now as much as I dislike the man. Um, and you can quote my disliking for him right to the very first podcast when he was appointed. I'm not going to rehash what I said because... Well, much like I'll have to censor it out for a start. Um, and I think most people know what, what, what was said because I got a heckle for it when he put in a few good performances. Everyone was like, oh, he's not such a disaster now. I'm like, oh, who's had the last laugh then? Um, I mean, he said that as well. But to that, like, like we said he, he had good performances, but please call me out on it if I ever did say that he should be a long-term solution because I don't think we said that. No, I never said like definitively he should be a long-term solution. I said 
if he continues to put in good performances, wins a trophy, and puts in perspective, respective, uh, respectable performances, sorry, in two out of the three competitions or whatever, then yeah, you can maybe he could maybe go up to Perez and be like, yeah, you know, I've done this, I've won that, didn't show up too badly here, you know, what's in it for me? But he was despicably bad in the copper, despite playing well. He just didn't put in, put in anything that seemed to look anything close to a goal scorer. Yeah, you can attribute that down to the players as well, but he still got a shadow of some part of the blame. I think they were tired by the point that um, those games rolled around. I don't even know what the hell that was in the Champions League. That's one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Not just by Real Madrid, by any club in general. It was disgusting. Um, so there's no basis for him getting the permanent job at all anymore. In terms of sacking him now, okay, so you sack him now, what do you do next? Obviously, the linked the, the linked man has been Jose Mourinho um, and Zinedine Zidane, but Zidane's not going to come back now or in the summer. Hate to break it to people who are hoping for it, but it's not going to happen. Um, and Mourinho is a really strange appointment. It's very 50-50. If he comes back in a decent mental state, in the same mental state that he was in, you know, 11-12, when he was basically the first Madrid manager back then, yeah, we're in for a good ride, I'd say. If he comes back in with the same mindset that he's had his last two jobs, yeah, stay away, I think, is probably the best thing to say to him, really. So there's not much else you can add to him other than that. And then the other people who have been linked to the job, Hugo Sanchez, you've been a trash manager outside of Real Madrid anyway. No, thank you. Clarence Seydorf, you're a Madrid legend, sure, as well, as well as Sanchez was, but you've also been a really pretty poor manager. Not interested. Stay away. Well, just adding two things to that, uh, just so you guys know, Salar compared to Zinedine Zidane, Salar has lost one out of every three matches he's managed. Zinedine Zidane lost one out of every nine. So there's a huge difference there. Secondly, I don't think Zidane, I don't think Salar, excuse me, is actually a good manager considering the amount of times he deployed the same starting eleven and the lack of rotation that was in that starting eleven or in the players that he fielded. Rather, so I don't see him as a great man- manager anyway, I think it just so happened that Real Madrid had a relatively e- easy average go at the teams they came up against. Therefore, we did have periods where we were looking pretty decent. Yeah, again, it's like he's put out these lineups. There's like a roll of the dice to say, well, I just have to hope these individuals show up. And for large parts, they kind of did for a bit. But eventually, when you play the same lineup game in, game out, week in, week out, Naturally, you know, they're only human, they're going to fatigue, and that's exactly what happened. And as a result, completely collapsed at the most vital point of the season. You can't really expect any more from them. Well, next question is from Ashab Shoaib. <laughs> I like this guy. He's actually a Barcelona fan. Have, who is that? Like, is that Shabby? I, I don't know. Messi? Okay. I, I can't yeah, actually see. I'm clicking his profile. I don't know how you got here anyway. Oh, it's actually a De Jong profile. He's got a picture of De Jong, but... I mean, I don't mind it when you actually get along with a Barcelona fan. And in this case, we did. It was kind of funny. Well, I'll let you go over it because I didn't understand it. Well, OK, so the guy said to me, how about appointing Kepa as the manager? And of course, people who don't get that joker is referring to the Carabao Cup final between Manchester City and Chelsea, where Kepa refused to be substituted. Sorry, had a bitch fit. 
got dropped for the next game, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so I put as a response, could you imagine the fun when the substitution is made? Haha, that was a funny joke. He's put the only one who can bring Madrid out of this situation. I put Tata Martino as his assistant. For those of you who don't remember who Tata Martino is, he was a Barcelona manager in 2013 who led them to a trophyless season and one of their worst, just, just their worst seasons ever. To which he said, the days of glory will be back for RMA or Real Madrid. This duo should be illegal. My response was Zidane who? End of saga. I don't understand. It was just a bit of banter. No, I'm just saying, I don't understand your last point, though. It was just a bit of like a, oh yeah, who's Zidane compared to Tata Martino and Kepa. Uh, it was awesome translation. Anyway, next question is from Rithik V99. Will Zidane return to Madrid or Mourinho or any other new coach? Let's just race through this because Hassan already talked about it. Zidane, very unlikely to return. Mourinho's a bit of a loose cannon, so it's kind of 50-50. Not sure what's going to happen. Hassan and I discussed who our top pick for a coach would be, and Hassan, correct me if yours has changed, but I think we both agree that we would both like to see Mauricio Pochettino. Yes, that is the dream. I drool over it. All right, there you go. You, you go do your own stuff. Anyway, Rithik, hope we <laughs> answered your question. I know it was quick, but just no need to repeat the same things a million times. Who do you think will get the job asked at Jack Hill Solio underscore? Before we delve into this, I just want to give this guy a quick shout out because I did a Q&A the other day and he was so active with it, like just firing question after question. Okay. So yeah, props to you, sir. Oh, he has a We the North in his bio, so he must be from Toronto, because that's like a Toronto Raptors basketball thing. Extra shout-out to you. Wow, you're awesome. Dude, DM me, for real, at mnizamdin7. I'd like to chat. It'd be super cool. Um, who do you think will get the job? Who I think will get the job? Who I'd like to get the job are two completely different things. There's so many things happening at this club right now. I don't even know what to say. Up is down and left is right. Hassan, you try and figure it out because I personally have not a clue. So who do I think will get the job? It's probably going to be uh, good old Jose Mourinho. All right, the, there goes the, the light of everybody else. <laughs> um, just it's one of them, isn't it? It's just going to happen. It seems so so certain by this point, given the drama on Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night. Um, it's just it's imminent by this point. All the stuff he's been saying in the press, it's, it's just it's the worst kept secret by this point. I guess we shall see. Uh, Craig McDermott at Craig MCDT asks, summer transfers, what are our chances of getting Kylian Mbappe? Yeah. Uh, Hassan says nil. I say 60-40. 60-40? we will get him or 40, we'll get 60. him and 60, we won't. 60 will get him. You're ballsy. Yeah, I know. That's very ballsy. I also said Kareem Benzema is going to score 30 goals this season. He's at 22. Yeah, that's fair. But, like, considering... I mean, the only reason I could say possibly is because PSG went out of the Champions League. But the only player I could see us getting out of PSG because they went out of the Champions League is Neymar at current. Um, and we all know how people feel about that. Well, I say we all know about that. There's people who absolutely adore the idea and people who absolutely loathe the idea. I'm somewhere in the middle. But I think we're close. I think we're more likely to get Mbappe. Uh, we're more likely to get Neymar than we are to get Mbappe, but that's just my two cents, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, I don't. 
Uh, anyway, moving on. Should we sell Isco and sign Felix? I don't even know who Felix is. I know exactly who you're referring to. That would be Yao Felix, who plays for Benfica, and he is one heck of a talent. I think it's pronounced Zhao Felix. Zhao, how, whatever, man. I don't give a toss. Um, a big difference. He's an absolutely stupendously good player, just to give you a quick stat. He's got nine goals and four assists in 16 appearances in the Premier League. Um, he just looks a formidably great talent to play, to, you know, to be playing at the moment. One of the brightest Portuguese talents out there, if not the brightest Portuguese talent out there currently. So, yeah, um, Celtics go for him. I'm not sure that would happen, but like, I'd just like to sign Felix, but at the same rate, we don't really have the space considering we've still got a plethora of midfield options and we've still got Kovacic out on loan. We've still got uh, Odengard and we've still got Rodriguez out on loan as well. So, Stacked up, but yeah, it'd be, it'd be well, nice, but it's not happening. Uh, I don't think Isco's going anywhere. I think whoever the new manager is is going to have to like Isco. He's got a pretty big release clause on his contract, so it doesn't seem likely. That... Mil, I believe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's uh, quite ludicrous a quarter of a billion. Um, so that's probably not going to happen. Isco is loved and adored by the fans of Real Madrid. He is probably Florentino Perez's godson, uh, so I don't think he's going anywhere. Next question is from Hala underscore Madrid 129. When can we expect the new manager? You will see the new manager after the season is over and before the Ooh, next one thinks, starts. He thinks after the season's over. No, I'm going to go different. Wednesday night. Are you serious? I'm genuinely telling you I think Solari's going to be sacked pretty soon. Dude, pretty if that soon. happens. I'm going to buy a lottery ticket. Solari sacked on Monday, and we reckon we'll have a new a new manager by Wednesday at the earliest, latest, I don't know, the week after. But I'm certain that's how early it'll be. Why has he got Vinicius crying as his, his DP? I don't know. Questionable, sir. I hope this is a good, good, good meaning behind that, like trying to spread him up. If you got that as because you don't like Vinicius, I'm, I'm afraid we can't be friends. Why don't you ask him? No, fine. I'm going to respond to this tweet then. All right. Just a quick question. Just a quick question. We actually just got another question from Jack. It's not regarding Real Madrid, but we'll answer anyway. Jack says, where do you think Rabiot will go? I think he'll be the Fernandino replacement at Manchester City. Jack, I don't know anything about football, unless it has to do about Real Madrid. So I don't know. I'm probably the best person to ask there because much that's Oh my god, I said it humbly <laughs> that I don't know. You don't have to just blow smoke up your own ass. Just <laughs> Where do you think Rabiot will go? Well, he was supposed to be going to Barcelona, but obviously with De Jong being signed, that's not going to happen. I'll be amazed if it does. Um, I probably agree with what you said in your own statements. I think he's likely to end up at Manchester City. Uh, but I also think PSG are absolute cretins for letting him go in the free. He's a good player. I actually wouldn't object to him being at Real Madrid if we were to let a couple of others go or what? a couple of others Are you leave. Mad? If we were to let a couple of others leave, why not? He's a good who? player. Like who? Okay, so say Isco leaves, possible. Okay. And for some Wait, reason, Modric. Say again. Literally two minutes ago. Well, you said that. I didn't say that. All right, go on. And if, say, if Modric were to just up and leave for no reason. 
I would not say no to Rabiot coming again. I think he's more than good enough to play be playing for Real Madrid. Sign a contract extension? No, he hasn't officially. Right. Uh, we still got a few more questions for through here. Do you want me to roll these ones out, seeing as you probably haven't got them up? No, I'll get them. I like answering them, asking questions. Well, I've got them up already. But you're wasting yeah, it's time. Just, it's not a waste of time. Just fill in the time with something. Fill in the oh, time with someone what? added. Can you relax for the love of? Oh, never mind. That was a really question. Who, who added us? It was just something funny. I haven't like, seen anything. Remember when the VAR, the VAR room was empty? That was kind of funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That's kind of funny. Shout yeah. out to whoever sent that in. Can't remember who it was. It was funny. But yeah, no, I, I know Modric's not actually officially signed a contract. I know he's rumoured to be offered one, but that's been rumoured for a few weeks now. So it's a case of it. So, but I think it was only a year, and I'll be amazed if um, he doesn't turn around and say, well, I want to, like Pepe did. Because he says he wants to retire in Madrid now. Obviously, I think he's 33, so that'll take him to 34. Unless he hires, hangs the boots up a year earlier than I would have expected him to. Um, but we're going to have a serious midfield issue in a few years, I think. Because Cruz said he's going to hang up his boots at the end of his current contract, which I think is two years away. Um, and we don't really have a serious like replacement for him in that sense that puts out his passing output. We've got players who can fill in the gap just in general in midfield, sure, but I don't think we've got anyone that's like as metronomic as him. Great word, that. You're so proud of The next question is... Um, well, what's the next question, man? Are, so I'll let you ask. Well, this person asked, can the real champs... Can the real champs manage Real Madrid? Of course we can! In our heads, yes, we probably could, but there's no way we could. I, I took them to numerous Champions Leagues on FIFA 19. Do this in my sleep, mate. Wow, a video game. Wonderful. I know, let's put a poll out who they'd rather see manage the club, me or you. <laughs> All right, do it. I will do it. <laughs> All right. Um, we got another question. Sharma underscore AK asks, bring back RDT. Raul De Thomas, who had a good game earlier. Uh, yeah, please bring him back. I think it'd be sick. I agree. He scored an absolutely fantastic goal against Barcelona uh, in the new camp. Yeah, shame they lost the game, but um, he's also got eleven goals this season, which would be uh, on on par as second in, I think, in the Real Madrid in the Real Madrid rankings. If he was playing for our club, uh, the sad thing is, I'm pretty sure he said he wouldn't play a backup role, so I can't see him coming back next season, which is sad. Sorry to put dampener on things, people, but yeah. Well, Jack just asked another question. He said, Jack, you're wonderful, man. Uh, can we sack Solari after that 4-1 win, even though it was a trash win? I think it was a good win. Go listen to the previous podcast as to why. Uh, no, I do not think Solari will be sacked until the end of the season. Hassan reckons that Solari will be sacked tomorrow, which is Monday, March 11th, and we will have a new manager on Wednesday, which will be March 13th. Jack has another question. Is Pochettino realistic? And would Jose be a total disaster? One, I do think Pochettino is realistic. I think it would be a pretty cool move. And two, would Jose be a total disaster? I wouldn't say total, but it would be somewhat of a disaster. 
uh, irrespective of what you feel or what your opinions are towards the players of Manchester United, you just look at how he absolutely demolished the morale of players and just threw a grenade into the locker room and then closed the door behind him. I and laughed. And, and he definitely laughed. laughed. He like definitely laughed. Is absolutely absurd. Uh, Real Madrid is a club with egos, players who have egos uh, bigger than their salaries, which is insane because they get paid a ridiculous amount of money as it is. Uh, so for the love of God, I hope he doesn't come. Yeah, I, um, I wouldn't say I necessarily straight up agree because I wouldn't. If if Pochettino wasn't available in the summer, then I wouldn't say no to Mourinho because I don't think there's many better options outside of maybe Antonio Conte. Yeah, maybe Antonio Conte, if he's still available, might go back to Italy. Um, Maximiliano Allegri probably won't be available because he may stay on at Juventus for another year. And if he does leave, he's likely to take a sabbatical, as all managers do. Um, so... If you if you are genuinely stumped in the summer, what else are you going to do? I mean, yeah, okay. As I said earlier, it could be a genuinely 50-50 appointment. He could come back and absolutely smash it. Or he could come back and smash things up, quite literally. Um, so it really comes down to what version of Jose shows up. Do we get Alpha Jose or do we get Demented Jose? That's yeah. pretty much the, the question to ask. And second stint Jose at the same club has uh, not proven to be a good thing so no um fernando at fo1407 underscore asks how can i watch the podcast fernando and anyone else i guess you can't really answer that question because you're obviously on the podcast but if you want to let your friends know you can share it through the app you're using to listen to it right now you can listen to it on google play you can listen to it on itunes you can listen to it on speaker or speaker rather and it's also on our site so share it thank you uh, Drillon Ajdini has. <laughs> I'm not laughing at your name, by the way. I'm it's just laughing just... at the fact that he can't pronounce it to save his life. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um. Anyway, this person asked, "Could you go into detail of why you think Zidane wanted to depart Real? Was it because he knew Ronaldo was leaving and didn't think he continued to deliver trophies, or was it a boredom with him where he thought he couldn't win anymore? It'd be interesting to talk about." Austin, I'll let you go first. Okay, so of course Zidane knew that Ronaldo was leaving. The whole squad knew by the Champions League final at the latest. No, um, Marcelo knew before. Was it only Marcelo who knew that? I thought he told the whole group. I'm sure he said he told the whole group. No, I think what what I read was only Marcelo knew. Okay, well, it wouldn't surprise me if he had informed Zidane. Obviously, this is just speculation, but it wouldn't surprise me if he had informed Zidane beforehand um, because I'm pretty sure I read that Ronaldo made his mind up to leave Madrid around January, February, uh, obviously the year that he departed last summer. Um, but in terms of why he left, I don't think it was a case of he didn't think he could... Well, it was a combination, definitely. I don't think he believed he could continue to live in the trophies, but I don't think it was boredom as such. I think Zidane knew that this team had maximised its cycle and it hit a wall, basically. I think the Champions League distorted a lot of people's viewpoints on how good this Madrid team really was last summer. Um, it disguised everything. The, the, the cracks were there. I mean, we finished tw nearly 20 points behind Barcelona in the league, got decimated by them in the in, in, the, in, in El Clasico. Um, people were figuring out Zidane's tactics. The performances just weren't all that great. Um, 
And then there were other factors, you know, I think uh, I remember reading that Zidane asked for Bale to be sold, which Perez said that it wasn't going to happen. Um, and there was just certain things with the squad that he wanted doing that just weren't going to happen. So I think he just sort of thought, okay, I've done all that I can. And now I will move on elsewhere after taking, obviously, a year's sabbatical, which I believe is going to be one to Juventus. Um, but again, like this, the cycle of a manager in, in the modern game now is short. It's not often you'll see a manager sit out for a tenure of 10 years or, you know, even five years. Five years is a rare one. I mean, the fact that Allegri stayed at Juventus for five years is quite impressive. Uh, Simeone, again, similar. Um He's he stayed at Atletico, you know, for a fair few years now, and hasn't managed to stale himself up a bit. So I think it was just a case as Zidane knew that his time had pretty much come to an end, and he wasn't going to be given the tools to begin the next cycle. I think that's what it was for me, at least. Anyway, I don't know if much that agrees or disagrees. Uh, I agree a little bit, but I disagree <laughs> a little bit as well. Um, I. Like I did, I did correct you in saying. Well, at least the report I read was that only Marcelo knew. I'm sure Zidane did though as well. It only makes sense. Um, I think it also kind of had to do with going out on a high. I I think it also had to do a little bit about not having enough pull to do everything that you wanted to do. I I don't know. I think he was right in the. A lot of people said it was a cop out that he said. Uh, you know, teams need change. But like Hassan said, you don't oftentimes see managers staying at clubs for a very long time anymore. And I think that that revolving door system and that change is really, you know, like that change is the only constant kind of thing. I, I think it. I think he genuinely meant it. Like it's time for new, fresh ideas. You become predictable after a while. I yeah, mean, even it's becoming a little bit predictable and. Like it just makes sense. Like you can't can't be the best forever. And if you had, you know, Zidane always, you know, not promoted, but always echoed humility and like knowing where you are and having a good understanding of, you know, like self actualization of who you are as a player, as a manager, and as a club. And I think he understood what was happening, and I think at the end of the day, he made the right call for himself and for Real Madrid. It's better to go out as a hero rather than stay back and just be labeled the villain. Like we said earlier, the Real Madrid fan base is so, so toxic. You've only got to look at Gareth Bale as an example of that. Seriously, the guys, what? The reason Real Madrid have had, I think, what, five or six trophies? You could definitely make the argument for that, of course. Um, Yeah, I, I do think his time is up at the club, but like, there's some people out there saying he's a fraud, he was a waste of money, etc., etc. You get the drift. Um, so yeah, again, you know, it echoes your point that it's it's very much probably the most uh, fickle and hostile fan base out there for, re- especially for reactionary takes. You've only got to have a bad game in a Madrid shirt, and people will literally be calling you for to be lynched outside the stadium. <laughs> Yeah, so I think he made the right move at the end of the day. Uh, I think we're good with that question, yes? Yeah, we've uh, got two more. There's one in the DMs as well. Okay, well, I'll read this one. First, uh, should Odegaard be integrated into Real Madrid squad next season? In brackets, on the right of the attack, maybe if not, 
think of this of his current talent. I personally think he's a great talent. I haven't seen loads of him, but from what I have seen, I think he's superb. I think he's got great vision, great passing. There's definitely something special about this kid. Whether he'll actually make it into Real Madrid, I don't know. Should he be integrated into the squad? I definitely think so. If not now, then when? You can't just keep throwing this kid out on loan. Uh, if we've given Vinicius Jr. the opportunity, I feel like we should be giving other people of his age the opportunity. There's no doubt that both are superb talents and they're special in their own right. So why not just take a shot? Yeah, it's 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 foolish, really. I mean, the guy's an absolute fantastic talent. I wrote an article about it quite recently uh, where I broke down all of his stats and compared them to the roster currently that's uh, representing Madrid now. Um he operates primarily on the right, as you mentioned in your tweet, um, but he's capable of playing also on the right side of midfield. In, in, in a, I think it's a three at times. I'm not sure on that. Don't quote me on that. But um, he's fantastic, you know, just in, in every sense. He's got great ability from free kicks. His crossing is ludicrous. If you want to go and see some peach, peach crosses, go and watch any cross by own guard this season. He's amazingly good at crossing. Uh He's, he's a great talent, and the fact that he's only four days older than Mbappe, which is quite frightening, considering the fact that it feels like he's been around for a long-ass time. Um, so, yeah, he's a, great, he's a great talent. I mean, he's completed more dribbles than Vinicius is this season. There's one for you. I think he's firing off nearly as many shots as some of our best forwards in the side. He's just he's an all-round talent, and he definitely needs, definitely needs utilising next season. Or if you're not going to utilise him properly, then... Let him go somewhere he will he will thrive. It's quite painful to say that, but you know, at the end of the day, everyone deserves a chance and he definitely deserves his. I agree. Look at you. You and I are actually agreeing. It's rare. Take it in, people. Drink it in. It's rare. Just soak it all up. Anyway, uh, we have one other question, like Hassan said, from the DMs from at Cruz Era. Shout out to you, a wicked account. Uh, thank you so much for sending us this question uh the question is though damn how did i lose it that was ridiculous the question is i've got it here uh this far in the season do you think a new <laughs> manager or a striker is more important and who for would you want i guess this person is saying who would you want for either position oh as a striker i've already said it would be maro Cardi, definitely um I did see an interesting tweet put out. I can't remember who put it out. Respect to whoever put it out because it was a really good shout. I'd love to test the waters for Gabby Jesus in Man City. I think he's a good talent. I'd like to see him um, starting more games, you guys, because I think, he, again, as I said, he's a good talent. As uh, if the squad wasn't getting any more Brazilian. Yeah, but what's wrong with that? I'm not um, saying there's anything wrong with that. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of the new manager... No brainer, really. Mauricio Pochettino. If it's not, if you're not saying Pochettino, then get yourself down to the local psychiatrist. You need checking out. Um, also, I did realise this guy wanted a different. You wanted a different account shout out. You wanted to add spectate, which would shout out. So I'll, I'll fulfil your request then, just because I pay attention to these things and Mushtak's half asleep. Well, I just scrolled down. I was going to say after you finish, I just didn't want to interrupt you because I'm not a rude person like you are. Whatever, man. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, if you could, guys, before I answer the question, please go follow at Spectate Madrid. It sounds exactly, or rather, it's spelled exactly how it sounds. It was actually a really good account. We followed ourselves. We wouldn't push anything that we thought wasn't worth following, of course. 
Uh, so give it a follow. Interact with them. Super cool guy. Uh, so yeah. Uh, my take on that question, though, I think that having a new manager would be more important than having a new striker, which I know sounds absolutely absurd. But the re- reason why I say that is if you could take a look at Manchester City, nothing really changed in their squad in terms of personnel. Correct me if I'm wrong, Hassan. But they did get a new manager, a manager that is uplifting, a manager that changed the team tactically, not in the most vast of ways. He did not revolutionize uh, the tactics of football in any way whatsoever. No, not right? at all. Yeah, but I think a really big thing, and we saw it with this team as well, not so long ago, was Zinedine Zidane, having a manager who can bring a positive outlook to the club, who can add to that brotherly, that that brotherhood rather, and that camaraderie, I think goes a very long way. Uh, if you guys, if you know me, you know I always preach the mental game, and I, lot of, I put a lot of emphasis on it. Um, I think that would be really important. It would go a long way for this team, for this club, and especially more so for the younger players at Real Madrid. Uh, having the confidence of your manager is everything, irrespective of all the spats and feuds that we see happen in football today. Yeah, 100%. I agree with all points there. Look, we agreed again. Wow, this is actually scary. We're just going to end the podcast here because we have no more questions. And I'm kind of tired of agreeing with Hassan because it's kind of scary. But thank you guys so much. Uh, we're going to try and do another one of these pretty soon. And we're thinking of doing a couple of series in terms of podcasts. Uh, Hassan and I were talking about it. We are thinking of kind of doing like a player bio, uh, which will be coupled with a pretty cool article as well. Uh, we like to just look at the history of players uh in their whole career of course more specifically with their time at real madrid uh and we're looking at the current roster that is and hassan had another idea i forgot what it was what was it so we're just gonna do a massive reflection of the whole season why it started the way it did why it's ended the way it has where we go forwards yada 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 you get the picture yeah so maybe we could do that kind of like a month by month basis looking at the biggest games the biggest losses the biggest moments where so it went us, wrong. That's what, That's basically the epitome of that. Where did this season go wrong? Exactly. So let us know what you would like to hear first. Of course, you guys are the listeners. We're creating the content. We want to feed what your soul is hungry for. So let us know uh, and continue to please drop us those questions. We really appreciate it. We enjoy answering them. And we appreciate that you enjoy our answers. Uh, share this podcast with a friend or a family member or... A Barcelona person. Even with your dog. Share it with your dog. Yeah. Just let let your dog listen to it, I guess. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Uh, As always, hope you have a great rest of your whatever it is you're doing. And Hala Madrid.